To stay on top in business, stay on top of your technology with the new Business Desk podcast, the business of tech. Listen on iHeartRadio or wherever you get your podcasts. Professor Bruce Glavovich is an expert in natural hazards and planning, specialising in sea levels. He's with us now. Morning, Bruce. Good morning. What's your position on councils permitting new building in coastline areas, given this new report which tells us that sea levels effectively are rising twice the rate we thought they were? I think uh, it is clear that councils face some very difficult decisions because uh, it is now a well-established fact that sea level is rising. It's not a future problem. It's a current problem. And if any council in Canterbury or up north or down south or in other countries is allowing new development in areas that will be flooded, that will be exposed to more intense and extreme events, those councils need to be held liable for the consequences that may include loss of life and loss of property. Um, I think that we need to shift the dial with regard to who is responsible for what are dumb decisions allowing new development in places that we know are going to be affected by the reality of rising sea level. Uh, What rising sea level does is it manifests itself in more extreme and more frequent events. And so what might have been a one in 100 year event in the distant past becomes a one in every 10 year or one in every year event in the coming, in coming decades. So even if the letter of the law allows new development in places that are exposed to extreme events, surely we need to hold accountable decision makers who know the reality that these communities will face and who, in the interests of uh, short-term progress, in inverted commas, allow development to occur in places that, when we look back in coming decades, people will say, why was such dumb decisions allowed. The scientists are, are saying that these are projections, but you're almost presenting it as a fait accompli. Let's be clear about what projections are. I mean, projections are about a future which is inherently uncertain. But what is absolutely certain is that sea level rise is occurring now. It is currently accelerating There is no indication that greenhouse gas emissions are declining. And already, because of past emissions, we are already committed for hundreds and thousands of years to rising sea level. So there's no question about whether or not this is real. What we don't know is exactly how high sea level rise is going to be in particular localities, because that depends on how much further greenhouse gas emissions um, are allowed into the atmosphere and also how quickly the the ice sheets um, stay stable. Because if they move into a positive feedback loop and um, destabilize and and we have more ice melt more quickly, sea level rise will rise faster. So let's be very clear about projections and certainty. We are certain that sea level rise is occurring. It is going to affect probably on the order of 10,000 homes in the Canterbury, Christ, Greater Christchurch region with 150 centimetres rise, and that's worked by the Parliamentary Commissioner. It's going to affect over probably 200 businesses, over 200 kilometres of roads. That's just for 150 centimetres of rise. 
sea so, level rise is going to continue into the foreseeable future. So you've, t- you've, you've said this morning that you think councils in the future should be held culpable. What's your, what would be your advice if the Christchurch mayor was listening right now? What would be the piece of advice you'd give her? I think that we have to look at future generations, um, but also this, this generation, because pe- the, the decisions made now about homes that are being, um, new homes that are being built in low-lying areas, those we're committing ourselves to dealing with those consequences. So if I were a council around a council table, I would be saying, yes, we must make decisions now, but let's bear the future in mind. All right. Just and what... at the moment, uh, local councillors will not be necessarily personally liable for potential culpable homicide in the event of deaths arising from extreme events. But perhaps this is a very radical position. But perhaps we need to start taking seriously the full consequences of these decisions that are literally putting people in harm's way. Just one final thing. I had a call from someone who is developing a property in the Marlborough Sounds where I pictured it with the the land rising steeply with a house on top. Um, What you're talking about, though, is is properties being built in low-lying areas specifically. Is that right? Yes. So what we do in, in the kind of the world of natural hazards planning is we distinguish exposure, which is the physical locality of and developments from vulnerability and i'm focusing on social vulnerability people who are perhaps um more susceptible to harm and we've got to deal with both of those issues so a do not allow new development in physically exposed localities to sea level rise or other natural hazard perils that be that uh, seismic risk landslides etc but also Take seriously the issue of social vulnerability or susceptibility to harm. Not everyone can afford to pay for the work that's needed to be done to protect exposed communities. So there's a responsibility on government, on the taxpayer, on society to uh, provide protection for those um, who are most at risk, those who are unable to pay for their own uh, protection for as a consequence of past decisions. And here in particular, Tangara Whenua um, have a long view. They have understanding of these contexts. We really need to give voice to local wisdom and knowledge from Tangara Whenua in these situations. Thank you very much for your time today. Thank you.